Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott joining you on Oilers Now. The late, great Eric Carr from the rock band Kiss, born on this date back in 1950. The drummer ended up passing away in 1991 due to um, uh, heart cancer. This is Oilers Now. It is presented by World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Uh, visit worldofspas.com. You know, Brendan, Kiss probably, well, definitely predated you, but there was an entire fandom with it in the mid-1970s. I forget what they called the kids that uh, were big, I don't know if they were Kissaholics or, but they all you know, it, was, it was all part of the Kiss Army, right? It was the Kiss Army. Yeah, that's what it was. And they had like the, you know, they all had the painting and stuff. And then they went through the period where they, 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 they took off the paint, and and then they went back to it. And man, oh man. Anyhow, uh, this is uh, Oilers. Now we're gonna have some fun on today's edition of the show. Coming up, uh, some thoughts from Frank Cervalli, some thoughts from Edmonton Oilers general manager. Uh, we're in a bit of a holding pattern, which frankly was to be expected, uh, given what was occurring uh, with specifically Evan Bouchard along with Ryan McLeod, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Steve and Bobby and the team at Legacy, these guys do a great job. They are all in, and that's what you want. You want all in. You want to know why the Edmonton Oilers have been able to win some playoff series over the last couple of years, even though 
They haven't ultimately got to the promised land. Losing uh, in consecutive seasons to the eventual Stanley Cup champion. I think uh, a year ago, we would have looked at that loss against Colorado and said the Avs were just better. This year, greater frustration uh, with Edmonton ultimately losing to the Vegas Golden Knights in six games. We'll have a lot of discussion on that coming up uh, with former NHL player, color analyst Al May, longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster. David Staples from the Cult of Hockey has written a piece. Is Stuart Skinner the best young Canadian goalie in the league right now? And uh, we'll talk uh, also a bit about the Oilers, uh, where their prospects were graded, which frankly, I'm not that worried about because we're in right here, win now mode for the Edmonton Oilers. I could care less if the Oilers' prospect pool is ranked 27th or 28th because my expectation is this year the Edmonton Oilers are a top five or six overall team in the National Hockey League. And to educate us a bit on today's edition of Oilers Now, uh, from Pro Am Sports about which players are hot uh, with the Edmonton Oilers, um, you know, these, you know, Connor McDavid's always going to be a, a primetime player. We know that. Leon Dreisettle, players of that ilk. But we've seen surges with players. Matthias Ekholm uh, is a guy who is vastly popular in the community. We see a lot of pictures with Matthias out there. Evander Kane, and I put a tweet out today. It's almost like Evander Kane's the forgotten man of the Edmonton Oilers' top six. But uh, I wouldn't be counting him out so quick. He was fairly productive over the last couple seasons with Edmonton, even though he was dealing uh, with a significant wrist injury, obviously, one that... uh, would have had some uh, challenges to overcome, to say the least. All right, so uh, let's do this. We'll tell you you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Donate your way in for as little as $10. That's right, the Kiss Army. That's what we talked about. Uh, you donate your way for as little as $10 to the Wildfire Benefit Concert with Honeymoon Suite. It takes place Friday. One, 100% of the funds benefit the Red Cross Alberta Wildlife Relief uh, Relief. Visit rivercreeresort.com for more information. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. As promised, let's get to Frank Cervalli and Ken Holland in the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. It brings you women's workwear, a women's only workwear store opening soon, just four doors down from direct workwear. Workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. So I asked the question, you know, it's funny, Brendan, I asked the question yesterday in the open line segment. I said, are the Oilers improved? And nobody wanted to talk about that. They wanted to talk about the show moving from uh, noon to two to five to seven. Um, But I do think it's a fair question to ask. Like, you know, I mean, Edmonton down the stretch was a pretty good team. They went 14-0-1 in their final 15 games of the season. They had the ninth best goals against in the league with Matthias Ekholm in the lineup. They've added Connor Brown. They've lost, at this stage, Matthias Connor Yamamoto, along with Clem Costin and Nick Bugstead. I think ultimately the team may end up signing a 4C, a fourth-line center. But Saravalli had this to say on whether or not he thought the Oilers had improved as a club. 
I think they're the same. I think there's no net change. I think Brown's going to be a huge addition. I think when you look at the top nine overall, Yamamoto and Costin out just depletes your depth just a little bit. And I think for whatever reason, the Oilers kind of finally figured out the depth part of the puzzle last year. So I don't want to overstate the impact of those two guys because I think you can also find similar replacement at a less expensive price. And I don't also don't want to understate the impact of Brown. So I kind of feel like it's a net a net neutral, if not um, a slight improvement with the addition of Brown. That is Frank Cervalli, who joins us every Tuesday on Oilers Now, courtesy of our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing Friday in Century out at Century Mile. Visit the horses, uh, uh, com for more information. All right. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Forest text line. So, uh, yes, has Edmonton improved their team? They have a little bit of money maybe to sign one player. I think um, just the way it's going to work potentially here on Bouchard and McLeod, maybe that's all they're ultimately going to have room for. Um, there are multiple teams in on a guy like Thomas Noshek, who really is a defensive centerman. That's what he is at this stage in his career. Ken Holland has history with him. Uh, he had him in Detroit's organization. He's played on some good teams of late Vegas and Boston. Here's Sarah Valley on Noshek. Yes, but my understanding was Noshik was looking for something north of $2 million a year on a multi-year deal. So that explains maybe why he's lingered out there a bit. Um, that was obviously too rich for Boston, but um, I think a nice little depth piece. Uh, there you go. Now, Ken Holland, in his availability, I asked him the last time Ken did anything public, uh, I asked him specifically uh, about the Edmonton Oilers uh, needing to get certain players re-signed, referring to Evan Bouchard and Ryan McLeod, and does that take quote-unquote priority sequence over the potential of signing a 4C? Here's the Oilers GM. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Bob, I mean, if I've been here talk to you, you, you all, I mean, the, the cap's gone up $1 million. Um, you know, we had three really, you know, three young players that uh, have had a big impact on our team last year. Obviously, Stu Skinner in goal, uh, uh, Evan Bouchard and and Clowder, um, and uh, they're due for 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 raises, and uh, they're a part of where we're going. They're all 23 years of age, so uh, um, you know, they're the priority. Uh, we didn't have uh, a lot of cap space. Obviously, you saw the deal that I made the other day, costing out to uh, to couldn't afford cost, and he wanted two million dollars. Um, you know, Yamamoto had to get a buyout, so it's just it chips away at your depth. It's an opportunity for uh, for you know Dylan Holloway and some some other young players. All right. Um... And that is going to be part of it is, you know, what happens with Dylan Holloway? What happens with Philip Broberg? Their time is now. Uh, again, I, my guess at this stage of the game, 12-15 on a Wednesday in July on the 12th, will be that we are looking at a two-year deal at close to $4 million for Bouchard and a two-year deal at uh, about $1.8 million for Ryan McLeod. That's what those numbers, and because of that, the Oilers are going to be in a position where they're going to carry 21 men on their roster. 
two goaltenders, seven defensemen, uh, the same guys that the team had last year in the playoffs. So that'll obviously be Stuart Skinner and Jack Campbell in goal. Uh, Ekholm and Broberg, uh, perhaps Nurse and Bouchard, Kulak and CeCe, and Dayarnay in defense, and uh, that gives them 7D. And then they just have 12 forwards. And the 12 forward will be a center, or maybe a winger that can play a little bit of center that Edmonton ends up signing uh, between now and, uh, I guess, training camp at some stage. So we'll have to continue to monitor that. Uh, Ken Holland uh, also had uh, this to say on the possibility of signing another fourth liner. We'd like a fourth line center. You know, you're talking toughness. You know, so I don't know that you're able to, to hit every... Um, I do feel if, if you've got a really good power play, that's a little bit of toughness or certainly makes the other team think about playing a little bit um, beyond the lines of the rules but do I like toughness on the team yeah I always had toughness on the team uh, I can't tell you what the team is going to look like in, in September because there's still some time here um, but I, I, I'm not sure where we're at so the answer is yes I would like toughness I don't know if we can if we can go that route or not I gotta I gotta see what transpires in some of these negotiations so it's either going to be a 4c or maybe a winger with a little bit of bite what do you think brent i mean i think we're gearing more and more headed down the path of a fourth sentiment I think so. And, and to me, the reason for that is because you can deploy Dylan Holloway as a winger with a little bit of bite. I'd like to yeah. see him with more opportunity. I think he can fill that role. All right. Let's go to some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 1218 at Edmonton. Uh, Mark in St. Albert has texted us to say, Bob, I think that uh, the orders have not improved as a team. Losing cost in Yamamoto in Bukestead is not, in my opinion, made up at this stage by the addition of Brown. Well, I would suggest to you it's the addition of Brown and the addition of Holloway. Uh, but anyways, I go on to read Mark's text. But hey, let's see what happens this season. Brown has some serious potential upside. Yamamoto was underperforming in the playoffs due to his size. He had the determination but not the size. I do not I, I do think, though, that losing Costin is a huge issue for us. He played with grit and stood up for teammates. He also had a nice set of hands. However, the biggest issue for us is re-signing Bouchard as he is a rock star on the power play. Also, uh, uh, how the goaltenders play probably is the trump card for the Edmonton Oilers. And, and I think we'll see a better Jack Campbell this year. Um, I mean, can the power play be much better than it was last season? It was the greatest power play in the history of the NHL that was even better come playoff time. That's the thing, Brendan, just, just back to Kane here for a second. You know, I put the tweet out this morning. He scored 38 goals in parts of the last two years with Edmonton. He's only got three on the power play. Like, he's got 32 even strength. He's got as many shorthanded goals as he's got power play goals. And then he's got the 32 even strength goals. So, you know, I think it's a he's a fair bet to score at least 20 even-strength goals this year, right? Like, if he had 32 in 84 games over the last two seasons and he had a wrist injury for, you know, half a year, he's probably going to... Well, let's put it this way. He's probably going to get 15 to 20 even-strength goals. That's a lot of even-strength goals for a guy. And he doesn't benefit from getting a chance a lot on the power play, on that first-unit power play. What do you think? 
No, he can. He's part of the different look that they can throw in there when they want to shuffle Hyman out. But you're right. And for a team that's looking for more five-on-five production, it's almost we very easily overlook the absence of Evander Kane. And and when he returned to the lineup, the absence of his scoring was still there. So the full year to heal the, the wrist. Let's face it, Brendan. Kane and Hyman, they combined for 24 goals in the playoffs two years ago. They had a combined against, you know, and they were killer against Calgary, right? Like, Hyman scored in every goal. That's that's what's funny. Like, you know, I know Daryl. I saw Daryl out in uh, Irma, and he talked after the Flames lost and said we got beat by one player. Well, Connor drove it. The only problem with that is Drysaddle has won 17 points. Hyman scored in every game in that series. Kane had a hat trick in Game 3. Nugent Hopkins had two goals, including the game winner in Game 4. Like, the Oilers had a diversified scoring attack against Calgary. This year, they were more narrow in their scope. Six combined goals for Kane and Hyman after they'd combined for 24 the year before. Nugent Hopkins only scored once in the playoffs. McDavid and Drysaddle had 11 of Edmonton's 19 goals against the Vegas Golden Knights. So, the team did, at the end of the year, end up with uh, 12 skaters that had 10-plus goals. The problem was, so did Vegas. And Vegas had a couple guys that did it for the Vegas Golden Knights that didn't even play for them in the series against Edmonton. They never played Paul Cotter or Phil Kessel. I actually had somebody call me uh, today asking, are the orders in on Kessel? Again, I think Edmonton's keeping their powder dry for a center. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, the Edmonton Oilers should have allowed Ryan McLeod to walk and kept Clem Costin. I respectfully disagree with that text. I don't... Ryan McLeod, to me, Ryan McLeod needs to play more. They need... The Oilers need to cut McDavid and Dreisaitl back a minute a game during the regular season. Just a minute. Not a couple minutes, just a minute. And those two extra minutes between McDavid and Dreisaitl that they would normally play, they need to go to McLeod. So McLeod needs to go from like 14.45 or whatever he's playing to about 16 minutes a game as a 3C, in my humble opinion. Uh, I I would see, well, I'll throw that out there. You tell me, texters. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Forest text line. Is Ryan McLeod more valuable player than Clem Costin? He certainly was in the pool. We had Darcy McLeod on last week, no relation to Ryan McLeod, a.k.a. Wood guy, and he says Jay Woodcroft didn't play Ryan McLeod enough against Jack Eichel. Uh, if he'd gotten that matchup more, the Oilers might have won the series. You could I, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's an interesting perspective. Uh, you, you can text us at 780 uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, totally agree with the last texter. Ryan McLeod needs to go. Really? Oh, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think Ryan McLeod uh, is a guy that you keep here. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, uh, you talked about uh, depth not being important, but a couple of injuries and the season gets tougher. Oh, no, you you, you need depth. It's just they're going to be – they're likely, because of the cap situation, they're going to be at 12-7-2. and two. Unless Bouchard and McLeod come in lower than I think they're going to come in. I think they're going to combine to come in at about $5.8 million. And as a result, they're only going to be allowed to sign one more player. And that'll be the 12-4, the fourth line center. It is 12-23 in Edmonton. Keep the Texas coming. When we return, for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Brendan, I saw Kenny LaCousta at Elite 
visited with him, the uh, former boxer. He's going to come in in the last week of July for a segment with us here and, and tell a few stories. So we're going to change it up a bit in that week. Uh, just as, uh, you know, it's not a lot of hockey going on right now, but hey, still, st- there's some reoccurring themes. He actually, I don't know if you went with it today, with this day in Oilers history, you did not. Uh, today, uh, God rest his soul, uh, it was the birthday for Dave Semenko and Kenny Lacusta worked with, uh, uh, used to spar with uh, Dave Semenko back in the day down at the Panther Gym. It's 1224 at Edmonton. We'll take a time out. You're listening to Oilers now. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1226 in Edmonton. We are going to go to NHL today, which is presented by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. About 50 years ago, Drew Shamahorn came here from Victoria. Elite, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Another good BC boy there. Hello. Nice echo on that. Uh, Rangers defenseman Keandre Miller. Listen up to this one. Signing a two-year extension worth $7.744 million. That is a $3.872 million cap hit. And you know this is going to help set the table for Evan Bouchard's deal. Montreal, meanwhile, signing Alex New hook four-year contract extension worth 11.6 million dollars total brendan lemieux signing in carolina one year eight hundred thousand dollars former stars forward dennis garyanov one year eight hundred fifty thousand dollars to join nashville nate danielson detroit red wings first rounder from this year's draft believe he's a brandon wheat king uh, he signed his entry-level deal and uh, st louis bringing back forward oscar sunquist one year deal seven hundred seventy five thousand dollar price Tag. All right, running some more numbers here, courtesy of uh, Private Eye. No, we're not talking hollow notes here. Bob, uh, Keandre Miller got a hair less uh, than Bowen Byron, 3.872 times 2. Uh, Miller is first on the New York Rangers in 5-on-5 five five time on ice per game. Byram was first in Colorado, 5-on-5 five five time on ice on game. Evan Bouchard was fourth on the Oilers. Uh, Miller was second with the Rangers in all situation time on ice. Byram was third. Bouchard was fourth. Of course, Bouchard's numbers accelerated considerably after the Edmonton Oilers uh, acquired Matthias Ekholm in a trade for Tyson Berry, and uh, Evan Bouchard led all NHL uh, defensemen in uh, scoring in the playoffs with 17 points. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back, a little bit of old school storytelling when we return with LMA.